Welcome back to another episode of Woke Whiskey. I am Brian. And I'm Kate. Hi. And uh, today, uh, today, uh, today's question comes from Lansing, Michigan. Stop. Oh, yeah. This is the, okay. this is the we, only question anyone can talk about today. We, uh, we don't know where the questions ever come from when we answer them. Uh, I don't know why I chose Michigan. I just think I like the word Michigan. Uh, the question, uh, should I be worried about the coronavirus? Um, mm-hmm. And to um, lubricate this discussion, we have, the last time I made you guess what we were drinking, um, this time I don't think I'll, I'll put you through that again. What I, uh, what I do want to know is, is whatever whiskey this is, is it 70% alcohol? Actually, this is a lower proof. This is a lower proof. This is lower proof, yeah. So don't try to wash your hands in this. Oh, uh, the wine, wine, this is, it's waste, it's, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> just shut up and cheers. No, uh, I'm just kidding. What, what is this? Okay, so this is, this is Old Forester. Is, is there, there water in this? Well, I put ice in it. What? It's the, I was um, like, why is there so much, uh, Well, liquid? it's been melting this whole time as we've been waiting. Uh, but, um, okay, but no, this is the mint julep um style of the watery mint julep well you know if we had started recording earlier before all the ice had melted it would have been better but this is a refreshing you know because we're recording earlier in the day mint julep springtime that was that was my thinking you know judge me if you want 12 (laughs) (laughs) drinking at 12 26 um it is delicious though it's like a little it's very smooth you know, taste. It's supposed to be like pre, like a pre-made mint julep. Yeah, it tastes good. I should have put real mint in here. Man, it tastes like there is real mint in here. It does, right? Uh, I don't know if like it being more watered makes. I don't know why that would. It's like I guess more water has like a refreshing. Well, they like they have they've like added stuff to it to yeah, make it. I know. To make it like a it's mint a julep. mint julep in a bottle, yeah. but like it, I it ta- the like the mint tastes more minty. Yeah, it tastes like the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> um, so while we're quarantined inside, think of like you know bright sunny days. Uh, bright sunny days. Mm-hmm. Far, so, far away. <laughs> <laughs> so back to our question of the day. All right. So my answer to the question: uh, Should I be worried about the coronavirus? Uh, my answer is: uh, It's a yes with a asterisk. Uh, like all my answers to all the questions we've done, uh, <laughs> yes, asterisk, no asterisk, or maybe asterisk are my are my three options. Uh, I think it takes a specific type of person to not have to worry about the coronavirus. And when I say worry, I don't mean like panic right. and buy all the toilet paper. <laughs> I mean just, uh, you know, uh, be cautious um and, and and you know keep your wits about you uh i do think uh, if you're in the camp of downplaying this or thinking it's a democrat uh hoax uh or that social distancing and stopping all these events and you know uh closing all these places down is 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 overreacting i think that is the wrong 
mindset for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could we could shut the whole world down. I don't think it would be uh, in the worrying uh, category. I still think it would be cautious. Even yeah, though shutting yeah. the whole world down sounds insane. Uh, I do think that it's just being it's just it's cautious. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that everyone should be cautious unless you uh, see. It's not even about just you though. It's like if you could be completely immune to all disease, if you get it and pass it on to someone else, and then they're not like you, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Then then they have a problem. So, uh, I think the only people who have nothing to concern themselves are people who live in a live in a cave or live somewhere that they're not going to interact with anybody else on the whole entire planet well like or are taking still like kind of the selfish view of things because like as you're saying like the one of the big things that makes this whole pandemic such kind of like a, a shock to what we're used to is that we have to stop putting ourselves like putting things in terms of ourselves you know and yeah. so like the things we're being asked to do it's like well, I like going to restaurants. Well, I like going out. I like doing these. Things. I like seeing my friends. But like, you have to stop doing those things, not for yourself, because like, sure, you might be fine, but because of other people, because you're spreading, like, you're contributing to the problem, you know. And so, yeah, that's. I I definitely agree with what you said. It's not about panic. Like, I don't think, I don't think that just like, remaining highly anxious is is helpful because it's just like. There's a limited amount that we can do. And as long as we're taking the precautions that are being recommended and, you know, we're taking like social distancing and quarantining like those things seriously, then there's only so much that worrying can do, you know, and it's like not healthy to kind of just like remain stressed out or like I don't think freaking out is a good response because it's just like it's not helping anyone. You know, I thought about that a lot when we were like still having school last week and, you know, we work with kids and I could tell like they're very stressed and anxious and there's so much that it's like there's things that are just beyond everybody's control. And even as the adult, there are tons of things beyond our control. But to a certain extent, like like keeping calm and, you know, trying to just like here's what we know, here's what we don't know. And like here's what we're like, we're just going to take things a step at a time. That has been kind of like my mindset because I think worrying if it's causing you to be cautious good uh, if it's causing you to take things seriously good because this is like a real actual threat but if it's causing you to just sort of be like paralyzed with fear then it's not helping anybody yeah and um yeah you shouldn't be i think you shouldn't be on the extreme end of either uh mm-hmm. of the end of the spectrum uh, i don't think you should uh take things with the, the the molecule of a grain of salt at the same time i don't think you should you know be buying thousands of rolls of toilet paper um and it does suck that you know this does affect uh you know i see like all these stores and all these bars i like to go to and they're worried about you know uh making rent and stuff like that yeah. and you know these decisions aren't made lightly um it's it's about the end game and thinking futuristically and having foresight. And if we lived in a country that you know put a pause on uh, you know mortgage payments and and uh, you know bills and and stuff like that, while this happens, this this thing that's out of your control that's 
stopping you from making money and stuff like that, then that'd be great. Uh, I do think this sheds a light on problems with the country that uh, I am surprised a lot of people, I'm not surprised, people are selfish, that people did not notice before, I guess. Um, uh, Yeah, like closing the schools and stuff. I know it sucks. Who's going to watch my kid? But at the end of the day, like, the end game like people just they don't think about the end game like people- well yeah if our school's primary function is to be childcare and to provide meals then like and it's not really not about education then like you said that reveals a bigger issue in our yeah it's culture. you know and it's, it's like like okay let's say we do keep the schools open this never goes away and uh, you know was it worth it in the end um and to some people there is no this <laughs> It's this. It's there's all these different degrees of, uh, uh, like people's reaction to this. It's just it's just so varied. And at the end of the day, like, it's like math. Like one plus one is two. Like there's nothing to argue yeah, about. No, there's like, so much stuff with science and stuff that people just still argue. And it's just like what what's the argument about? Like we don't want this to spread anymore. How do we stop that? Social distancing. How do how do we you know uh. Facilitate social distancing. You you stop functions that require socializing. Yes, on and huge it's going to be functions that you would want to do, things that you want to do, you can't do right now. But like to to say that that's overreacting or to like insist on going on your trip because you don't want to be inconvenienced. Like a, it's just like it's ignoring reality. Like I think it's just kind of like sticking your head in the sand, and it's definitely like a selfish mindset, and it's going to keep perpetuating the problem. Yeah. You know, it's like, yes, it is inconvenient. It is uncomfortable, but we have to kind of put ourselves there in order to not like kill people. No. I, yeah, exactly. And I think people are just some, a lot of people are like, I'm young. I'm not going to get it. Like, or if I do get it rather, um, I, oh, sorry, if I get it, I'll survive. But it's very, it's I, me. Right. It's not about like, well, I want to go on my trip to Costa Rica. So like, I'll probably be fine. But it's like, what about the people of Costa Rica? What about like this? and yeah. the, You know what I mean? It's like, you have to think outside yourself. Like you and I were talking, I was thinking about this last week, we were talking about like, like humor in terms of this, because I think, you know, when we're all like stuck just sitting on the internet all the time because we can't go out like everybody's first thing is like you're gonna make memes and you're gonna like make jokes and things and I think to a certain extent like humor has a place when we're dealing with like serious issues you know it's it's good to be able to like recognize the irony it's good to be able to like loosen up a little bit you know I don't think we all need to be like serious all the time but I also think there's a line between kind of like like pointing out irony or like things that versus like making light of a serious situation because like you and i were talking last week about like you know if i was sharing all these like memes and jokes about coronavirus and then you know someone i know is affected and they and they have someone like die i'm i'm gonna feel like a terrible person you know yeah and even if i don't know the person like it's still it is serious people are dying from this disease and so like yes we can find humor in certain aspects of it because like on on a lot of levels this feels like crazy you know it feels so just ridiculous that you know this is 2020 and here's what we're dealing with so like i think humor can have its place but i think we have to kind of tread lightly and and not downplay the seriousness of the situation you know because because it is like 
It's people's lives. And people's livelihoods also. But why do people's lives matter if I don't know who those people dying are? Oh, Brian, Brian, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, I think we are uh, very desensitized when it comes to deaths. Um, Yeah, like it's just, to me, it just feels, if if all you're taking away from this pandemic is like, oh my God, everybody's buying up all the toilet paper, then, you know, then... I just think you're missing the bigger picture. You I know? think I think it's okay to be oh my god, I'm buying all the toilet paper if you if you genuinely need toilet paper. Uh, I like uh, if you have kids and everyone's buying up all the baby formula. If you have babies and uh, kids don't drink uh, baby formula, uh, baby. If you have a baby and all the baby formula's gone, like I think yeah, it, it makes sense to be like oh my god, you know, it's awesome. Uh, I do think it's a com- memes are somewhat of a comment. Some memes are a commentary on our society. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. You know, uh, I'm just I'm surprised that people are surprised, like uh, that people act this way. Like your neighbors or your coworkers, they this is this is them. This mm-hmm. this is people. These this is how people are. Um, yeah, to me, like also in terms of you know this. This feels like an like a global crisis, you know. And in terms of most of the time, when there is a global crisis, like you want to turn to the people around you, you want to like get support and you know like be surrounded by your loved ones and things like that. And this is very kind of counterintuitive because we're being told not to do that, you know. Like yes, you can contact people, but it has to be like phone or like st- you're really supposed to stay away from people. You know, whereas in the wake of like a terrorist attack or, you know, some other thing where people don't feel safe, usually we would we would turn to the people around us. And here we we do have to turn to people around us. Like we definitely need people to be more generous and more kind and things like that, like to share what you have rather than try to hoard it for yourself. But it's definitely going to look different in terms of like the physical, the need to like stay physically apart. You know, and to sort of like separate yourself while still, I think, like engaging in the world, you know, particularly like on top of all this with like all the states who are like voting this week and things like that, where it's like everybody does play a part right now. So you're supposed to distance yourself physically, but that doesn't mean that you should just shut out everything, you know? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think we, we, you know, we're better off now than when you know uh i don't want to call it the spanish flu but when you know now there's internet there's where to stay connected mm-hmm. uh you know during these times and like you know cabin fever i think is is lessened by all these gadgets and toys we have until electricity goes out and we're plunged into eternal darkness and um riots start to happen <laughs> Um, but I, I think we can do this. Uh, it's just that people, uh, when you, when they can't, uh, think beyond themselves, it's hard to rationalize, like, why am I going to do this? Right. And then even then it's kind of like, let's say you are the kind of person who wants to go outside, do whatever you want. All right, fine. But the rest of us don't want to if there's though that, that person is still going to find something to complain about when they can't go and get you know the bagel and cream cheese because yeah. it's closed like well that's i mean 
that to me is where I feel like it's important that our like like governments are taking action because as you said if it, <laughs> what government whoa, 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 what like, government like cities and counties and states that are shutting things down because that's the thing like you can tell people over and over like you need to do this and this but at a certain extent I do think you you need to make it less of a temptation also you know what i mean because you know it's funny if we had if america had a real federal government we wouldn't even be having oh no this thousand, part yeah, of the thousand percent agree. Like, <laughs> our federal government is just like taking a back seat and letting states decide everything yeah i mean definitely but in in lieu of that we at least have you know decision making happening to where it's not like like i think in the first in like the a few weeks earlier, people would have been more tempted to continue traveling despite the fact that, you know, we were being told this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, you know, because it was like, oh, flights are so cheap, like it's tempting, it's tempting. But now as more and more things are shut down and it's, you know, it's lessening the appeal, I think, which is yeah. a good thing because you're telling people this is in all of our best interests, but then you still kind of have to like reinforce that, you know, or you're like, you're telling people don't go to concerts, don't go to restaurants. But then when all the restaurants are closed, it's like, well, now you can't. Like, you actually can't. And it, I mean, it, it's it's hard because, you know, like you were saying, all of those workers, it's like, it's a, it's very, it's serious, you know? Yeah. Because like, we're talking about, like, people trying to, like, get by just like the rest of us are. But I'd also, I think it is necessary if we're going to shut this down. Yeah, it's necessary, and I don't even think the word necessary comes across the minds of some. Uh, I think it's cool to see all these businesses and restaurants in my Instagram feed. Like, they get it. They understand. Um, mm -hmm. I think the first thing you acknowledge is that times are going to be tough. And then the second thing you acknowledge is it's, you know, it's necessary. Uh, I mean, some places probably the number one is it's necessary. Number two, times are going to be tough. Uh, it's that, uh, you know, it's, it's that necessary part where some mm -hmm. people just don't think it's necessary. Um, mm -hmm. and, and some people take it personally and it's just like, it's, it's not, again, it's not about you. Yeah. No, to me, like more and more, it's like the only way we get through this is together. You know, we need people on board. So... Yeah, I, I just think, like, the selfish mentality is not going to fix anything. And so you can either be kind of, like, obstinate about it and, like, angry, or you can kind of say, like, this is where we're at. This is what we need to do. And we just need to kind of, like, suck it up and do our part. And hunker down. Yeah. Just hunker down. And wash your hands. 20 seconds. Did you see this, uh, this... I'm not going to say what the establishment was. Uh, it was not in America. Uh, they sprayed salt water inside the mouths of all the attendees, believing it would prevent coronavirus. 46 people got infected because they used the same nozzle. What? Yeah. The, uh, oh, my gosh. The, but, why, but it doesn't matter. It's just the flu. So, uh it, it doesn't. I know you're trolling right now, but <laughs> that's another thing. I just this whole it's just the flu thing. I feel like it is. It's not like 
you know, and cause we would be using the same vaccines if it was just the flu. Yeah. Uh, and even and the flu has multiple different strains that mm-hmm. we are constantly trying to adapt vaccines to. But I feel like the flu and the coronavirus, they are both like, let's say like horror movie like serial killers. But like, you know, the flu stabs someone maybe like once a week. And then coronavirus like stabs someone every day. And But not only does the coronavirus stab a person every day, it stabs everyone that knows the person that it's stabbed. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, because it's just, it's like very transmissible. And right? some people who get stabbed <clears throat> survive. And people, some don't. Like, but they're not the same no they are not the same um no and like i like i understand people's confusion because literally we have a a president like lying every day and spreading misinformation but we need to turn to scientists and actual experts who are telling us that it is not the same as the flu and these are this is what needs to happen and it's just like it's very sad and telling that it's taken so long for like us to get on board even seeing what's happening in other counties who have it worse than us who had it like december like we no, exactly should have been ready for this i'm not gonna name any president's names who would have been ready last administration but i think we would have done much better under some actual leadership (laughs) yes but i mean given where we are right now all we can do is like our small part you know and like yeah like i think staying hopeful and staying positive and like doing what you need to to kind of maintain your mental health while in like self-imposed quarantine i think all of that's really important um and when this is over i think there needs to be a lot of self-reflection i hope people remember this span of time uh you know for 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 months and months and months and months and months and kind of change it kind of makes you reflect and think differently and act differently and 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 stuff like that Mm uh on just like a personal you level like maybe if you can you'll save more if this you know affected you you'll you'll vote differently you'll vote for people who have Mm -hmm. your interest at heart um things like that you look at how other countries are handling handling this and thinking about the people and and not thinking about corporations and stuff like that because uh, this will happen again and uh we'll we'll have to respond and hopefully you know cliche as it sounds history repeats itself uh but you don't disband the uh pandemic team uh you don't cut funds to the Center for Disease Control. Uh, you don't vote for people who would do things like that. And uh, I don't want to get political. <laughs> Everything's political. But um, but yeah, Facts, yeah, that's that's my piece. Uh, should you worry about the coronavirus? Uh, you shouldn't I think you, oh, pull your on, hair out. You shouldn't pe- pull your hair. What were you going to say? I was, as you said that, I was like, I think you should responsibly worry. Like, yeah, I don't think you should downplay it. I don't think you should, uh, you know. Uh, please worry responsibly. Yeah, uh, and don't <laughs> don't drink Corona. Whoa, 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 whoa! 
I, you didn't drink it before this. I mean, no. This, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I, that was my chain of thought. That was my closing monologue, and you interrupted it. Sorry. What was I saying? Uh, you you repeated the question. Yeah. Should we uh, worry? It's it, worry. I wouldn't pull your hair out. Uh, I do think you should live your life differently. Uh, don't take things that are affecting you negatively personally. And uh, if you think you can survive getting the virus, uh, I, I of course, that's what I would want. But think about the people who probably would not. Uh, just, I don't know, read. 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 And that does it for today. <laughs> What was the recap on your answer? I said you should worry responsibly. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't downplay it. You shouldn't make fun of it, but you should take it as take it seriously and take the necessary precautions to do your part. And what is doing our what is what is doing our part? Like involved? socially isolating, washing your hands, minimizing your chance of contracting the disease or spreading it to others. That's very responsible of you to say. Thank you. That was my whole. That was my whole thing. All right. Great. Okay. So uh, this has been another episode of Walk Whiskey. Oh, we did it right. Yes. Uh, uh, we need to redo it. I was going to say this has been another episode of Walk Whiskey. I'm Brian. And you're okay. But I did it backwards. So let's go again. Uh, I, this is uh, I'm Brian. I'm Kate. And this has been another episode of Walk Whiskey. Whiskey.